Rumble 2020. Action for Mania, we got it plenty. But doing the damn thing. WWE. Yo, the Royal Rumble last night, the entire event, I felt, was an overall success. I'm very proud of all of the superstars that went in there and, uh, you know, did their thing. Everybody went in there. Nobody looked bad walking out by the end of the night. Every superstar earned their points. You know, it's, it's sad that the Rumble comes by maybe once a year, you know, but it's definitely a time where all of the superstars just, it feels like they get like a clean slate, you know, in my opinion. And everyone comes out and they have their stories that they tell. I personally was able to learn just a little bit more, you know, like we would have one Rumble before, but now we have two Royal Rumbles with it being women's. Pause. Becky Lynch, I do not agree with eradicating the word women from sports entertainment or WWE, however we want to call it. I don't agree with it. I think that it would just be silly. You know, like, of course, we know that there's a difference between men and women. We do know that the girls can keep up with the guys. But at the same exact time, there is a difference between the girls and the guys. There's no question about that. It is very obvious. Yeah, you're calling yourself the man and such. You had a great match last night, but you are still indeed a woman. The Raw Women's Champion. What are we even going to call the champions on the women's side of things if we can't use the word women? It, it, I, I, I would like to hear the argument. Maybe in a promo. I don't know. I, I don't even know if it should get thrown into the actual television product. But, hey, that's just something that I, you know, read up on. And I just wanted to share, you know, my very, very small uh, two cent on that. I, I, whatever. Either way, the show opened up on the uh, kickoff. I did not know that the kickoff was two hours. I had a feeling, but at the same time, man, no problem. It was still good. Uh, Shorty G, Chad Gable went in and took on Sheamus. I heard it was a very competitive match, which is exactly what I was hoping for between the two. I believe that Sheamus picked up the victory, which was cool. But, um, I mean, take nothing away from Shorty G. It's going to be interesting to see if... Uh, these storylines continue between those two gentlemen uh, moving forward. I mean, nobody likes a bully. Are we going to 50-50 this? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out, though. Uh, I'm guessing sometime on Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Uh, next up, we had Andrade taking on Humberto Carrillo for the United States Championship. I mean, the show was long, you know, like the, the main show. So having a two-hour kickoff that gave these guys a little bit of extra time to really get in there and do their thing and make a, make an interesting story happen. And for the most part, that's exactly what they did. Andrade was on top of Umberto the whole time. Umberto tried his luck and gave his best shot. But just like we all kind of suspected, Andrade was going to pick up the victory there just off of, you know, experience as a champion and being a bit more aggressive in general as a superstar. You know, Andrade, excuse me, uh, Umberto has uh, has an all right offense, but it's not compared to it, the the heavy hits that Andrade brings, and then you know some of the surprise elements that he has in ring, and then just just his in ring know how. You know he's he's good. So Umberto had a good showing, but Andrade ultimately picked up that victory. Had a little bit of aid from uh, Zelina Vega, I believe, but 
but we need to get into the main show because that was where things uh, really got entertaining for everyone. Uh, Roman Reigns took on King Corbin in that false count anywhere match. It was nice that uh, they, you know, they they went all around the arena. The people loved it. They, they had some real cool spots. My favorite spots from that match were the uh, table spots. Personally, I enjoyed uh, Roman uh, going going through that table like the announce table was a re- it was just really good impact it was a great sound on it and uh you know it's not like corbin didn't go through uh, the tables by the tech area himself so that was also good they had good good moments uh ziggy and uh bobby rude you know they came out interfered for a moment the usos came out and helped them out Uso had a oh man a giant splash from one of the top parts of the tech area man look they fought all over uh, the Astro Stadium. It was very, very cool. I enjoyed watching it. And uh, Roman picked up the victory. What on top of the dugout, he uh, hit a, hit a good spear on Corbin and uh, picked up that one, two, three. So that was good stuff from Roman. And take nothing away from Corbin because he had some really, really good moments throughout the match. Uh, moving forward, we went straight into the women's Royal Rumble match, and this was a way to keep the crowd just just hype and anticipating it. I didn't really know the lineup. I figured they would have women's Royal Rumble, then maybe a match or two in between, or maybe a match in between, and then they would go into the men's Royal Rumble for the evening, or have uh, the Universal Championship in between the two. It's fine the way they laid it out like this. I actually think it was a little bit better. Maybe one of one of the matches, maybe just one or two of the matches, let's say one, maybe one of the matches could have been swapped out for another in a certain spot, but I'm not here to say which one because the show flowed well to me. I thought it all went really good. The Women's Royal Rumble saw so many. Uh, one of the stars of the show was Bianca Belair. Alexa Bliss went in first and had a great showing. Uh, great moments. You know, she's more of a more of a striker in ways. You know, she does have some uh, mat te- technique from what we've been able to see from her, you know, in ring on television. But she went in there and she was doing a thing. Take nothing away from B. She went in there. We had, I had a feeling we was going to see a lot of... Uh, NXT female superstars and it didn't feel at all spoiled. It felt it felt great to watch all of these women come out there and do their thing. We had some legends come out. We had Kelly Kelly. We had the Glamazon, who was definitely another player in the game. You know, like just she cut her head clearly. Uh, on, I think she was on top of one of the uh, the LED the LED posts or something like that. And she, had, I guess, she hit the head and it was like, oh no, like. Is she actually going to continue? Because we all know that superstars want to finish the match. But, you know, this does look kind of serious, you know. Like, she's blonde and she's, you know, starting to look like a redhead. Like, is she okay? She was going around in there. We didn't want her to get woozy, you know, like, just moving forward. I, I saw one... I think it was just one video on Instagram of Beth Phoenix a long time ago. Uh, just sitting in her garden. You know, just relaxing. And it's like, yo, man, look at her enjoying retirement. You would not be able to tell that that was the Glamazon in her garden from watching last night. And that, yo, man, that that was great. So great stuff on Beth Phoenix. Shouts to her. Uh, Charlotte got in there. We all know. We all know Charlotte picked up the victory. He was happy about it. Where's Sasha? All right, now. The, the mystery. Is Sasha actually injured? We hope she's okay, but good God. 
I think it's I think it's wisest that they're keeping it the way they're keeping it with Sasha right now, as far as not really uh, making too much reference to what could be going on with her and all of that, because just how fast, you know, the Sasha Beehive uh, jumps on top of just all of the news stories and development. Either way, uh, like I said, all the ladies that got in there did their thing. Kyrie went in there, did the, Kyrie Poppins went in there, did a thing. Uh, who else was in the, the Women's Royal Rumble? You know, we all know everyone was in there. It was fun moments. Kelly Kelly jumped in. That was fun. Uh, Bianca Belair, man. I'm not saying that she, like, well, she does have the championship match coming up at uh, NXT TakeOver Portland. So it's, uh, you know, it was good to have her go in there and build some momentum on the main roster. And we know that they're going to be building the match this week on NXT. So that was very good stuff. I really don't want to leave anyone out, but we can possibly be here all day just talking about the Women's Rumble. And we've got so much more to speak on. I really, really, really don't want to leave out anyone, though. But I'll say this. Uh, favorite moment of that match for me? Oh, man. Uh, I, I can't name one. You know what? I'm going to be I'm going to be a little biased and say I enjoy I'm going to tie it. It's a fair tie. Fair tie. I was very three way, three way tie, three way tie. I was extremely excited to see Dakota come on out. That was fun. Like, thank you, Mr. McMahon, for that. Good looking H. Uh, I was extremely excited to see Chelsea Green Alina come out, which was, like, awesome. And, um, oh, man, see, I forgot the third person now. That was Dakota, Chelsea, and it was uh, one, other, one other person. Uh, honorable mention to me and Yim getting in there and doing her thing also. Oh, man, I'm going to be mad later on because I damn sure I, I didn't forget, but it's definitely a three-way tie. Dakota and Chelsea uh, got some good moments. And, you know, ultimately they all got eliminated, which is like, you know, a Vince thing. And, um, yeah, that was fun. Oh, Liv Morgan. How can we forget Faja? She came in there and, you know, did a thing. Her and Lana eliminated each other. Lana is sounding a lot more comfortable on the microphone now. Her promos, they're not as... Like, like, it was good. I, as soon as I seen the microphone in Lana's hand when she came out, it, well, she, it was just hilarious. You know, it's great stuff. So, um, yeah, man, I don't want to leave out anyone else. I'm, I'm sick of it. But the SmackDown, excuse me, the women, the Women's Royal Rumble match did not disappoint at all. Every superstar in there went in and did their thing. Shayna Baszler coming out at number 30, which was a, a forget. You know, like, oh, yeah, and everybody was talking about Shayna Baszler being the odds-on favorite to win. So, shouts to her for, you know, coming out. And, I mean, the the energy in the room, it was definitely recognizable. And, you know, I mean, Charlotte picked up that victory. She was in there with Shayna Baszler. Some of the stare-downs that we got were perfect. You know, it was just really, really good stuff. I would have liked to see it. Maybe this is just asking too much from the, you know, the main two brands that, that are hosting the pay-per-view and Raw and SmackDown. But I would have said I wanted to see more of, you know, more Tegan and uh, Dakota. But I guess you don't want to, you know, outstay that too early. And you could probably get a much bigger reaction at a different time, and we had uh, Lana and Liv 
both eliminating each other because of their little storylines or advances. So we'd already seen that throughout the match. So it was uh, it was all good. Uh, either way, Shavazad wins the Women's Royal Rumble match of 2020. She says she was only going to see the numbers. She ain't seen no superstars. And guess what? She went in there and she took victory. There it is. Y'all know I've been running for Shavazad for a minute. Since she went in there with Ronda Rousey, we ain't get to see that. Look, I'm sitting here talking more about the women's rumble than I said we was moving forward. Let's go ahead. Universal Championship was on the line next. And, um, you know, Bray, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, strap match. It was, uh, it, it was all right. You know, it wasn't, like, I wasn't huge on the stipulation. We rarely see it. I was thinking it was going to be one of those four corners type deals. It wasn't. So it was actually a brawl between the both of them. Daniel Bryan did his fighting. You know, DB came in there and and he showed out. He wasn't he wasn't backing down not once. He wasn't afraid of the fiend, anything like that. The fiend went in there, and, you know, he did his thing. He Bray looked great like always. You know, that character that they're building is like they they they're doing great. They're doing great, and I would just I'll just say that. You know, they're doing exactly what needs to be done with a superstar of that caliber. He's uh. He's different, and this is exactly, in my opinion, in my opinion, what fans are looking for with just some of the the random awesomeness, you know, that that the internet and digital media, you know, teaches us. And that might be a little deep, but at the end of the day, I I, I enjoyed for the most part the uh, strap match. The the fiend picked up the victory with what the mandible claw, you know, it was what it was. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't upset. I mean, it's the championship. I'm still not even big on the championship, but it did look kind of cool with him coming out. I would personally rather the uh, the regular championship if he's going to come out with it around his neck because it does look cool. You know, just the look of it all. I'm just not big on the way the title, you know, what excuse me, the championship looks. But that's just me. He's not necessarily, it's not, excuse me, it's not necessarily supposed to look aesthetically pleasing, you know, so it's fine. So outside of just that little cosmetic uh, issue I would have with the championship, I think everything else Bray did, you know, from the entrance all the way to the one, two, three, to the blackout, and then he's gone. It was just perfect, you know, and Daniel Bryan made him look good. Daniel Bryan looked good. Neither one of those guys looked bad outside of that match. Daniel Bryan needed to walk up, you know, he, and he, he pretty much, he needed some help from the officials, but at the same time, he left on his own accord and on his own two feet. He was walking, and, you know, he's a proud superstar. So, shouts to DB for that matchup. He didn't look bad at all. Uh, pardon me. I guess I was a little too far ahead. Because before that match, we had uh, Lacey Evans challenging our SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey to a match for the championship. Uh, they had their back and forth. You know, no Sasha interference, which definitely raises the eyebrow. I mean, maybe this can translate into storyline moving forward. Like, you weren't even there for me and I went on my own. But at the same time, it's like, look, you didn't even need me and you went on your own. So it could, you know, bring the both of them. I want to say my prediction is kind of out of the water with however that's going to happen. But we still got a couple of more events to go before WrestleMania on this road. So we'll... uh We'll see how it all plays out. I think the story has definitely taken a, a, a somewhat or potentially interesting turn. So we'll just see how that continues to play out uh, throughout the weeks leading up to the show of shows. So uh, with that, Beck Bailey did pick up the victory. It was a quick roll up, grab the tights, little little heel stuff. 
no problem, you know, or we'll see how the storyline continues. Uh, Lacey looked great, came out with a church hat. The people enjoy it. They really, really trying to push this Captain America thing with Lacey Evans. I, I'm not against it. You know, her accolades speak for themselves. And, you know, she's she's literally an inspiration. You know, like she she can she's all that she you know she claims to be in that ring she practices and you know she just keeps going so that's what's up man they had a good match there wasn't no crazy explosive moments inside of that match but both of them had great spots Lacey was very quick with her moonsault that was good I believe Bailey got the knees up but it was still good Bailey looked great with her elbow drop and then the rest of it they were just getting they was hitting their spots and it worked out well so Bailey does retain uh, and you're goddamn right. And, you know, it was a good uh, women's championship match for the most. Uh, we got into the Universal Championship match after that. So then, wait, wasn't Braun supposed to face off against Shinsuke Naka Continental? I guess that's not happening at the Rumble. We thought it was, but it's fine. Either way, uh, the Raw Women's Champion, uh, Becky Lynch, who has been on a roll with promos and segments for the past couple of weeks now. And I, when I say a couple of weeks, I mean maybe like six weeks. But it was very, very well done from her for the past couple. And she went in there against Asuka, and they had a really, really fun match. You know, you're invested in the superstars. You're invested in the storyline in a way. You want to see how things are going to go. And and you, then you, 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 it's easier to take away crowd reaction. You know, like, if you're looking for crowd reaction to gauge the quality of a match, yeah. Sometimes, of course, the crowd plays a very major part in it, but when you care about the superstars and you want to see, you know, how they're able to tell their story, not even necessarily about winners and losers, you know, you, you, you get Becky and Oscar in there and they did their thing, and it was very, very, very cool. Very, very cool that, you know, they went in there and had just a good match. Oscar uh, tried for the green mist, missed. Becky picks up the victory off of what I believe it was a disarmor. Oh no, it was a pinfall. Uh, so either way, Becky is still your Raw Women's Champion. It, it it is well deserved. You know she had a good one. Now we, now it's going to be interesting to see who she takes on next. We know that Charlotte just won. What Charlotte called out in the back in the backstage interview last night with Charlie CrossFit that. Uh, Bailey can't beat her unless she's unconscious, so she's going to go ahead and try to take on Becky. I don't know. People are going to complain either way. There's my uh, there's my opinion on it all. People are going to complain either way. So knowing that these people are going to complain either way, whichever direction Charizard decides to go as far as the championship opportunity at WrestleMania... Let her make a decision. If we're going the Becky route, then let's let's just build it and not have them around each other. I don't know. I'm, I'm that's me trying to maybe book, but that's like look, it's gonna be what it is. I'm not even mad at Charlotte winning, so I'm probably gonna not even have a popular opinion toward this. But uh, Becky did pick up the victory over Oscar. Oscar did not look bad at all. Uh, Kabuki Warriors are still women's tag team champions. We will see how their storylines continue to develop if they do it all. 
uh, leading into uh, WrestleMania. Uh, what about 69 days away? Nice. So uh, that was that was cool. Next up, we get into the men's Royal Rumble match where Brock Lesnar started out at number one. Championship was not on the line, but how are we gonna get to see? These stories unfold. How is Brock going to get in there and do his thing? Brock was extremely dominant. Kofi had Big E and Rey Mysterio helping him out. Didn't work. Brock was knocking everybody out that was coming in the ring toward him. Brock got in there with Braun Strowman. Keith Lee came through. I think those two were scrapping enough and end up getting eliminated by Brock together. Brock Lesnar was... Very good. Now, Ricochet came out, and uh, Drew McIntyre came out, who was another hands-down favorite. I've been, uh, you know, I've been calling out that Drew McIntyre was a talent since last year. If, uh, like, it's obvious that they're pulling the trigger on him now, and hopefully, you know, all goes well by Mania, and everybody continues to, you know, elevate themselves. That's really where I'm at with it. Is going to be how it goes. And all we can do is what we're doing at at a more accelerated level. You know? So, Drew McIntyre went in there totally a baby face. Uh, you want to gauge the crowd. You're looking for Roman. Well, they got Brock out of there. Ricochet needed to do the low blow thing. Are we getting a Rico Hill turn? Nah, probably not. What, what are we doing with Ricochet, man? I mean, I guess... Maybe we could just sit back and wait for, you know, some more storylines with Ricochet to develop. But he totally is a huge part to why Brock Lesnar was eliminated from the Royal Rumble match. And that Claymore is definitely turning into more of the... Uh, it's I already said it before. It's one of the most devastating moves in modern day. So to have, you know, Drew eliminate Brock Lesnar off of that. To have Brock sell that move the way he did. It's like, wow, man, these guys... Like he he sees uh, sees value in these guys also, and that's really that's really cool. So, uh, you know everything in between that. Did we get any special comebacks? Uh, Santina, no, that was that was in the women's rumbles. I don't even want to talk about the Santina thing because I wasn't even around for the Santina nonsense. It was it was comical though for the moments it was out there, but um, Matt Riddle moments, Keith Lee moments. You know, stand out with Braun Strowman, like, and you, there was a small tease. <coughs> Excuse me. So you didn't even really get to see all of what these guys are capable of. Braun Strowman hit a huge drop kick, which was another highlight of the match. You know, it was just really, really good stuff from one of the superstars that went in there. I enjoyed the Royal Rumble. I enjoyed the event as a whole, and um, I'm very proud of all of the superstars that went in there and did their thing. You know, I've been saying it, and said at the top of the podcast and i'm still saying it now so we're just gonna see how monday night raw plays out we're gonna see what uh what brands the champions what what brands the winners are gonna decide to challenge uh for the championships and uh everything else in between with monday night raw and all three of its hours so that was the royal rumble shouts everybody to bring you the podcast each and every week shouts the commentary they killed it Shouts to Booker T. Shouts to the kickoff panel, you know, with Coachman and such. Shouts to MVP for uh, for making a return appearance. I think that was cool, too. Um, Edge. 
Edge came back. That was fun. That was fun. Edge still got it. Every time he landed on his back or the back of his head or something like that, I was very, very worried about it. Uh, I don't. Uh, they're saying he's back. I don't know. His spear ain't go nowhere. He is still the rated R superstar. He got. He still got it. I. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to say he's back yet. I don't want to say it was a one-off. We. We hope for the best. You know what I mean for him. I don't want him to get re-injured and we all gotta go through the the sadness. You know what I mean again, but. If he think he could get back in there and do his thing, he definitely went in there and impressed last night. So, shouts to Edge. We love Edge. You know what I mean? Like, his energy with his entrance, it ain't go nowhere, you know? Like, as somebody that grew up watching Edge from the TLC all the way to not necessarily believing that he he looked the part, quote-unquote. You know, you're younger, you're more immature, you don't know as much. But, you know, he doesn't look the part of a champion, He's not brolic. He doesn't have muscles. He does have muscles, obviously, but it's just like more of the slim build. But no, all of those times have changed. And uh, Edge went in there and he did his thing, man. And you know, like I said, we're just proud of all of the superstars. They they went in there and they showed out last night, man. And Royal Rumble 2020 overall, in my opinion, was indeed a success. So be responsible with your power, folks. I will catch you guys tomorrow for the Monday Night Raw recap and review. Till then. Pause, 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 hold on. I will catch you guys next time, but before we close this out, I need to give a rest in peace shout out to Kobe D. Bryant. Uh, I'm still a little uh, hurt over it myself. I'm not only going to speak about it for too long, but uh, rest in peace to Kobe. That was a good moment of silence. We out.